What is up, friends? I just want to give a quick shout out to this week's podcast sponsor, Clarice Hicks with the Hauler program. Let me tell you really quick what inspired her. Her daughter had been getting bullied massively at school. Clarice went to the school looking for solutions and the school was found wanting. A few years later, another little boy who attended the school was being bullied. He ended up retaliating, but then taking his own life as a result. Clarice Hicks took massive action. She created the Holler Program, which stands for Honor, Observe, Listen, Learn, Elevate, and Reflect. This program is focused on positive experiences through innovative activities that focus on character, effective communication, and leadership building. She's located in Newport News, Virginia. She has a Facebook page, which is uh, psalmsandservice.com the holler, slash the holler program and she also has a Facebook page you guys I'm going to put both of those things in the podcast description you can go check her out Clarice if you're listening to this podcast today thank you for everything that you're doing in your community you are filling a massive void and we so much appreciate what you're doing and I just pray that God will continue to bless everything you put your hands to Clarice thank you so much for serving our community in this way Well, good morning, my friends. This is Ashley Daily Encouragement. Today would be May 4th. We are in the middle of the relationship series of the life coaching series, the podcast that I'm doing for you guys. I'm doing my best to walk you through the process that I went through in my life to get me from building an identity based upon circumstances, people's opinions, and my performance to a place now where I'm operating from my character and my values Um, a place where God's grace flows like crazy. And uh, you guys, a place where you have your solid is within and you can change your approach on the outside, right? Because you know what? I realize when you're trying to make progress in your life, let me change my microphone, y'all. I think I realized it's on the wrong setting. Hold on. There we go. Okay, hopefully that sounds better. But as you are, you know, making progress in your life, right? My husband and I did a video yesterday on YouTube. He was sharing with everybody kind of, um, what's the the point of the day of rest, right? I mean, usually it's kind of the typical, well, because that's what God says to do. You're supposed to rest from your work, right? But he, he, he brought in a principle to that that I think is very, very important. And it's the whole idea of being aware and, and, t- and taking analysis of what you've created during the week, right? Can you look back at the results that you've had and say, this is good, right? Do you have peace? Can you, can you be like God in the way and say, wow, this is very good, you know? And so um, being able to do that Um, I think it's so vital because we also brought up the point too that what you create in your life should have self-sustaining principles to it, right? Like my husband mentioned, you shouldn't have to constantly put your hands on this thing to keep it together, right? Because like, oh my God, it's going to fall apart. You should be able to take your hands off of it and it'll still continue to flow regardless, right? And, And there are truths and principles that God has given to us that we can live by and integrate into our lives that will actually produce those types of results. I know you're thinking, yeah, whatever, Ashley, that's not even possible. No, really it is in Christ. It is possible. Um, God has this mindset and these ways of doing things that endure, right? Um, God says this world will pass away, but his words will never pass away. God 
the way that he does things is very sustainable. And so we just have to kind of learn, okay, where are, where in, in my life am I not sustaining? Where am I, you know, um, feeling stress and anxiety and burden and, and, um, not making progress? Where, where do I feel death in my life? Right. You know? Um, so in being able to, uh, what would you say? Pinpoint those areas where death is sort of stinking in your life and saying, God resurrect my life in that way, you know, and that's the beauty of God's grace. You guys, um, I want you guys to know God's grace in this type of way. I never did. I always treated it as like a one-time event. Like, okay, I need God's forgiveness. Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. Okay. Now what do you want me to do and try to live it out to my own understanding? I found myself becoming very burned out and stressed as a Christian, you know, the last probably, you know, um, eight years into this thing, you know, I started out on my own, you know, seeking God. And then I got involved with a group of people who were also seeking the Lord. But then um, it became very sort of uh, ritualistic, very much of a burden. Um, you know, it, it sort of became, I felt like if I wasn't living to their expectations and what they wanted in Christ, then I wasn't going to be accepted by them. You know, um, I lost myself, losing my authenticity. Um, I became very critical of people. Um, and so you guys, I just don't, I'm just sharing this with you for the sake of if you're in that, to let you know that you can get out from underneath of it. It's going to be a process really for you to understand, you know, yourself pinpointing your biggest burdens in your life, asking yourself what you need. You know, um, I think we talked about this yesterday too. A lot of times we don't think about what we want. We always think about what we don't want. We're always kind of in this defense mode. Well, I don't want to get hurt. So I'm going to protect myself. I don't want this. So I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? So, but what do you want? That's a whole nother paradigm. And, you know, figuring out that, you know, I want to be able to live with peace and with freedom. I want to be able to live out my whole heart and whatever God has put in me. You know, I want to be able to uh, express, you know, um, my creativity, uh, the things that, you know, I know that I can bring value to other people, right? Being confident in your skills and your talents. God has given every single person on this planet worth. And so, um, you know, just being able to freely walk in that without worrying about what other people think of me, you guys. And <laughs> that was the bag over my head my whole life. And that's why I'm sharing with you guys. I want you guys to be free if you are also struggling with that. So thank you guys for listening. Welcome to the podcast. If you are new, as I mentioned, we are in the middle of a life coaching series. I started it on January 20th of this year. So if you really are interested in building an identity that's built upon character and values, and uh, you're sick of living by your performance, other people's opinions, or your uh, performance, what performance, other people's opinions. And what's the last one, you guys? Oh my gosh, I just lost it. Wow, Ashley. Then go ahead and walk yourself through this process, you guys. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and pray. And then I want to talk to you guys about, you know, basically, how can you say this? It's very simple. Key traits, you know, character traits, uh, pillars, I'm going to call them principles, qualities that we need to have in relationships to have really strong relationships. We're going to talk about the foundation of this. Um, you guys, I don't know about you, but I want to have good relationships. Everything that you're going to do in life, no matter what arena it is, is going to involve another person, right? Think about, you know, maybe you're looking for healing in your life, you know, physically. So you go see a doctor. This person is going to you know, give you what you don't have so you can get healed, right? That's going to involve people. Finances. Maybe you're in the hole financially and you don't know what to do. You're going to go to somebody or a type of resource that somebody wrote, you know, that's going to help you walk through that process. 
You guys, there is not an area in life where other people are not involved. So it's really important that we understand how much relationship plays plays a key role in our life and learning how to interact with people in a way that, you know, you can be proud of, right? That demonstrates your core values and your integrity and also adds value to you as well, right? Our relationships should be life-giving to us. Um, you know, your relationships should never drain you. If they are, those are indicators, but we're not going to get into that right now, you guys. So let's go ahead and pray. Um, and we are going to have this conversation, you guys. Ah, Lord God, thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for your grace. I thank you for your love that surpasses knowledge. I thank you, Lord, that you say the greatest command is to love you with all our hearts, Lord. And, uh, you know, every morning your nurse, your, your mercies renew. Your mercies renew every morning, God. And I just, I'm grateful for that. Thank you for allowing us to wake up today. Um, thank you, Lord, that you have a plan for our life, God. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us. Lord, I pray that you would give every single person such a great vision of what you would have them do in their life. That they would look, that, that they would see that they're always, you know, every day that passes, you know, is a little bit further towards the end of their life. And uh, that they would say, you know what? I want to think about how I want to go out of this thing. <laughs> You know, I want to advance my life as far as I can advance it. I want to accomplish the things that are in my heart to do. I want to live with my whole heart. I want to, you know, have great relationships. I want to have my money in order. I want to, you know, be healthy. I want to have a great career. I want to be able to give back to society. You know, all these things, Lord, I pray that you will give each person listening to this podcast a greater vision for their life and all the seven areas of life, Lord, where they can, you know, have an idea of what they want. And uh, let them not be afraid to face themselves in the way of the ways they think or the injuries that they have that keep them from moving forward into the greater life you have. Lord, you say that you have plans to prosper us, Lord, not to harm us, but to give us hope in the future. And I know I used to read that scripture and think, wow, that's cool. But Lord, remove all of the but from us in that way. <laughs> Lord, we don't want to dishonor you by our unbelief. We don't want to um, belittle your grace or trample on you know, what you've done for us, Lord, through your son. We don't want to trample on your forgiveness or the blood that you shed to bring us to this place where we can talk to you this way, approach you confidently and know that you hear us, God. And so, Lord, I just pray that we'll take it to the next level with you, honestly, um, that we'll know you more, that we will mature and be the men and women that you've called us to be, that we will be able to make decisions for our lives, God, because we're underneath your love and your grace, that you are the only judge that we need to have. Lord, and you say you haven't even come to judge us. You haven't even come to condemn us. That'll happen when we're dead. Lord, you've come to uh, restore us and make us new. And uh, so God, let us be vulnerable with you in that way that, you know, this is a season in our life, God, this is a time where we can show our whole selves to you. You know, we can we can bear our, our soul to you, God. You are worthy because you know all things. And Lord, you've made uh, a way for the separation that we once were aware of for that barrier to be broken, God, you tore the veil. And so there's nothing now that can separate us from you. So let us live in that reality and not the experiences that we've had in our life or what other people have told us about you or what we've even read in the Bible and how we've interpreted it, God. A lot of times the way we interpret your word is not what you intended because if we're not growing in the fruit of the spirit with love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, forbearance, faithfulness, all that good stuff, Lord, then there's some twisted perspective in us, God, that's going to keep us from you, keep us from each other, keep us from the life you have for us, God. So Father, I just pray you please guide our conversation, Lord. I want to bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, with value today and encourage them with the things you're encouraging me with. And so uh, we love you, God. We uh, 
to pray you bless this day and we just pray all these things in jesus name so my friends you know i've just i want you guys just to take a time you know while you're kind of in this stage in the process just to reflect on how far you've really come i was thinking about this today when i was working out you guys i've been doing beach body for like two years now um doing the workouts on there getting myself in shape you guys i was 225 pounds at one point super overweight um you know i had baby number seven i just remember crying like man what the heck you know um i just was definitely i was not happy with myself in that way and so i decided to to make some changes and you know i still am working on you know my my strength and my health you know and uh i'm definitely way farther than i was you guys holy moly um it's just you know so have you ever been really hard on yourself because you have this ideal in your mind of where you want to be but you're not exactly there yet because you know you've got some habits that are still getting at you you guys i got some bad habits still you know one of the worst habits i had when i was like 225 pounds was the fact that you know i would turn to sugar if you know when i was stressed about something i remember a couple years ago some friends and i were going to the beach and uh, we were going there for the day with the kids and you know uh we were gonna go there and you know walk around we were going down to ocean shores and so they got a bunch of little shops there. It's a beautiful day and uh you know i had brought some wine to drink with my friends there you know me and uh, a couple of my girlfriends that we had and we had you know all the husbands and the kids and i was like you know it'd be really awesome just to sit on the beach watch the sunset drink a glass of wine have a barbecue like i had this little fantasy in my head right i was really excited however we had a friend there with us that we spent time together but not enough for that person to kind of really know me on that level you know let's just be honest you guys i mean just even talk about alcohol on a christian podcast is sort of almost taboo because um you know a lot of people that's let's just be honest in, in our culture these days alcohol has been one of those things that has destroyed many lives you guys it has destroyed it destroyed my parents life you know my mom my stepdad my stepmom so i'm definitely no stranger to it i definitely understand the um the pain it can cause if it's used in an unhealthy way as far as dealing with stuff emotionally you know denying really what you're going through using it to numb yourself you guys i'm you know i, I have so many stories i could tell you right but at the same time, you know, I know myself and, uh, you know, I used to worry about back in the day, you know, um, if I had a drink, I, I would worry about my own family being like, oh, wow, Ashley's going to be just like her mom. You know, she's going to be just like her dad. Like it was one of those things to where, you know, the things that happen in your past, people automatically assume that you're going to be that person because they raised you. Right. You know, because maybe they don't really know the grace of God. They don't know that, you know, God's grace breaks family curses and you don't live underneath that bondage. But that was something I was really afraid of, you know. So when I would go to family gatherings, you know, they would all be having a little drink together and I, I wouldn't even touch it because I'm like, you know, they're just going to judge me. You know, they're just going to, you know, oh, especially because I was a Christian, too, you know. So anyway, you guys, um, this is a side of myself I haven't really shared with a lot of people because you just don't know who you're dealing with, you know. Um, but I think it's relevant. I think it's important. So anyway, I just had this thing in my mind, you know, sitting on the beach with these, with my friends, you know, we're getting ready to start because we all homes, we all homeschooled at the time. I think, I think we're all still, yeah, we're all still homeschooling. Um, anyway, so, uh, you know, just kind of like the end of the summer, hang out, you know, getting ready to just jump back into life, you know, and just kind of relax together. And well, like I said, I had another friend there that, uh, you know, we've spent time together, but we didn't really know each other on this type of way, right? We're both Christians. We both love the Lord. Um, we knew a little bit about our backgrounds a little bit, but we really didn't know. I didn't really know where she stood on certain things. And, you know, I just was a little, I, I wasn't comfortable to have that conversation. And so, you know, 
I had bought in, I don't know how much candy for the kids. Like it was probably ridiculous. It was, it was for everybody. And you know, between me and all my other friends, like how many kids, seven, eight, nine, 10, like 11 or 12 kids. Right. So we've got 11 or 12 kids plus all the adults, I think six, seven adults. So we got lots of people, you know, it's great. Anyway. So we bottled this candy, you know, so we could like basically munch on it all throughout the day. Well, I'm talking to my other friend that I was, you know, really, really close to at the time. And, you know, I was like, man, girl, I was like, I really want to talk to so-and-so about this because I brought this, you know, wine for us to drink on the beach and, you know, but I'm not really sure where she stands. And as I'm talking to my friend about this, kind of like, you know, trying to work out my struggles, I'm sitting here eating all this candy and I'm just like shoveling it down. And uh, you guys, I'm just, the reason I bring that up is because I used to, I used to totally, anytime I was in a stressful situation, I would just reach for sweets. You know, and uh, so, you know, the point is, is we're all going to have habits that we have that hinder the progress we want to make. Candy is definitely one of those things for me. I love candy, but uh, I really got to watch it. Sugar is a uh, sugar, sugar, man, that stuff is evil. Like, I love it and I hate it. It's just a love hate relationship. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you guys, um, so I understand how, you know, our habits can get in the way. I'm, I'm already 15 minutes into this podcast. I haven't even started talking to you guys what I really want to talk to you about. But, uh, you know, that's just another side of me. I used to really struggle with that, you know, having these hard conversations because, you know, I, I don't because I used to be so worried about what people thought about me. I thought, well, if, if, they're, if I've been judged on this before, they might judge me and I don't want them to judge me because I'd rather have a relationship. But then I would compromise what I really wanted to do. Have you guys ever really in your heart just wanted to do something, but you didn't know how the other person was going to respond? So you just kept it to yourself. You're like, ah, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I've done that so many times and I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, you know, what? I'm not going to. Uh, cut myself off for that, you know, because you end up hurting your own heart, you know, it's like, why don't you just put yourself out there and see what happens? So that's kind of where I'm at in my life. Just gonna put myself out there, see what happens, take a risk, you know, and just kind of go from there. And I think it's really important to test your relationships that way too, because you know what, I mean, you, you may be in relationships with people that really, they're not able to handle, you know, that type of authenticity or whatever, and, and maybe they're not comfortable. And, you know, you don't want to be in a relationship where you have to find yourself sort of clamming back up again, right? Start hiding again. You don't want to be in relationships that keep you in hiding. Um, I'm, you know, I've been coming out, out of hiding for, you know, I'm going to say the last few years now, especially with uh, starting these videos and this podcast. So I want to continue to do that. So I'm realizing that I got to make sure that, you know, I'm um, addressing relationships where I feel like I would go back into hiding or whatever, you know, just being able to, excuse me, you guys talk about those things. So anyway, Let's talk about the seven, you know, pillars, principles that we need to have in relationships with other people. And so you guys, I'm going to do my best to walk you through this. Um, this is honestly, this was some new stuff in the sense of, um, you know, um, the first when I had completed my life coaching course and got my certificate, um, he went ahead and added some more stuff to it. So I went back and checked it out and I was like, wow, this is interesting. So I'm sharing this new content with you guys that I learned. Um, and I, I want to share it with you guys because, you know, I want to add some value to you. This added value to me and I want to have good relationships. As I shared, what area of life are you not going to have people? And so if you kind of have these pillars in your mind, then you can and you can apply all these to, to every relationship. It doesn't matter what type of relationship it is, professional, business, you know, intimate relationships, family, friends, whatever. They, it, every relationship needs the same pillars. OK, it's consistent in that way. So anyway. Oh, and here's the other thing, you guys, I realized as I've been on this journey, when two people are not growing together, you are honestly growing apart. That was the hardest thing for me to realize because I'm the type of person where if I'm going in one way and it's benefiting me, I'm, I think everybody should go the same way, right? And the truth is that is so unrealistic because a lot of times 
you know, um, we are different and uh, we're not always going to have the same goals. Everyone has different lives, different priorities, different everything. So that is such an unrealistic expectation. My intentions are great. Yeah, I want everybody to come and grow and, and, and do this thing, but not everybody's going to go at the rate. Not everyone's going to have the same values. Not everyone's going to have the same, you know, habits or whatever. I mean, everyone's going to be different. So I have to make sure that I'm, you know, aware of that as I am uh, growing in my life. Um, but that's why it's really important to communicate with people how you're, you know, what's going on with you because, uh, you know, growing apart from somebody and not really realizing it, that's pretty painful. Y'all been there, done that. So, um, let's talk about, you know, strong relationships and seven pillars. And so number one, you guys is love. Okay. What is love? Right. And I'm, I'm talking to you guys about this from a Christian perspective. So, you know, you go to, what is it? First Corinthians 13, I think. Bro, that's when God talks about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Man, I love that part of it. You know, rejoices in the truth of what is the truth of the situation, right? So love is going to have all these characteristics, including truth, right? And I think it's important. A lot of times, you guys, um, when I was in relationships with people, that was where I really struggled. Uh, I Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. So I never correlated with not telling the truth as being evil, right? I mean, because sometimes I didn't I didn't tell the truth out of fear. I didn't tell people what I was really thinking or feeling out of fear of, like I said, them disengaging, them leaving the relationship. All I wanted was someone to connect with, even if it was a false connection in the sense of, okay, they're there. And, you know, for, I don't know. I, I'm like, what criteria did I even have? You know, honestly, you guys, I don't even think I had any. Um, I used to wear my heart on my sleeve, man. Anybody and anyone who would connect, I would just connect with them. It's really, honestly, true. A little humiliating just to say it, but that's how I lived. And uh, and I honestly put myself in a lot of very difficult situations because of that. Um, a lot of very unhealthy situations because of that. Um, I allowed a lot of hurt into my life. I hurt other people because, you know, once I became aware of certain things and I'd be angry, like, what the heck? Why are you doing this? When the truth was... If I would have been honest about what I was thinking and feeling and what I needed in the relationship, things would have been so much different. You guys, please communicate what you need in a relationship with people. That is your responsibility at the end of the day. And if you don't do that, you're going to cause a lot of heartache unintentionally, right? So both people have to be willing to communicate what's needed. Um, I've been in relationships where one person communicated what they needed and I didn't communicate what I needed because I knew that what they needed and what I needed was completely opposite. And I was like, you know what? This relationship isn't going to serve me in that way because they can't give me what I need. But I, I just couldn't handle the pain of not having that relationship. So I would hold on to things for such a long time. You guys, please don't do that to yourself. So anyway, uh, being able to establish the truth, having these things. And I think it's really important, you know, from a Christian standpoint, you can't love somebody like this until you've let God love you this way. All right. Love is patient. Love is kind. Does not envy. Does not boast. This is God's love towards us. It he says that he does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. God wants you to tell the truth of yourself to him. God, your foundation with God, with your relationship with God is going to be the foundation of every other relationship. If you're a Christian, right? God is God's love and grace is what gives us the ability to get back up on our feet right? To live out our, our character and our values. Whereas the world would tell us to put a mask on and be someone that you're not. God says, I'll give you the grace to live out the character that I know is in you. Even though there's been times in your life where you've, you've displayed and had a character that was inconsistent with what, who you thought you were. 
right? Our actions, you guys, our habits, our attitudes have not always reflected who we really were at our core, right? Sometimes you acted and behaved in such a way that was not consistent with, you know, as far as who you knew, who, who you know that you really are, like the values that you have. You guys, I hope you have done the homework. Have you got your core values list out? Have you gotten out your positive character traits, your list from that? You know what? Even print out a negative one. Just be aware of your weaknesses, right? See how your weaknesses sometimes hinder your ability to live out the positive. That's what you need God's grace for. You got to be willing to expose yourself on this level with God first so you can be this person to other people. But you need someone to be this way to you first. That's the beauty of it. God is your father. He's going to teach you. Isn't that what that's really kind of like with children? Your children are a reflection of you, right? So, and and it's all how we love them and treat them. And then however, how we let God love us and treat us, we will be like him in that way. So it's really, really important that you guys get your head wrapped around this thing. Um, I used to hate when people would say, love your neighbor as yourself. Cause I'm like, dude, do you know how much I'm hurting right now? My neighbor's killing me right now, like for real. Because I didn't let myself come underneath God's love that surpasses knowledge. I didn't know how to come underneath God's grace this way. I didn't know how to get from him what I really, really needed. And so because of that, because I was starting to feel resentful in my relationship with God, feel a little burdened, I would do what he said, but I was compulsive with it. My heart wasn't always in it all the time. I was angry. I was frustrated. And I had to finally start taking um, taking ownership of that and taking that into consideration. So anyway, you guys, love is really important. Love is going to be a pillar, but this needs to be the love of God. You know, um, this needs to be the love of God. All right. And oh, here's the other thing I forgot to mention. At the very bottom, right, this foundation, we've got these pillars. This is going to be um, God's ex- unconditional acceptance of you. Okay. You can't have unconditional acceptance for other people until you've let someone love you unconditionally with, with no strings attached. Right. I mean, that's what we have to understand about the love of God. There's no nothing you can do, okay? This is just who God is. And you got to learn to accept who he is and who he says he is and not who you think he is based upon what you've experienced in other human relationships. Human relationships are completely different than your relationship with God. So his love and acceptance is going to be the foundation of all these other pillars. Um, if, if he's not, then what is? You know what I mean? Do you know what a burden it's going to be to live this way with these pillars I'm about to give you? The rest of them are actually, dang it, I might have to finish this up tomorrow, you guys. I talk too much. Um, so it's going to be really hard for you to um, do these things if the love of God, if you haven't learned to receive it within yourself first, his love, his grace, his truth, bringing your, your whole self in relationship with him, um, your, your failures, your faults, your weaknesses, your insecurities, your hurt, your pain. God has come to heal you. The reason you can't love the way he does is because you need to be healed. God does not. God does not need to be healed. You do. And you may be like, no, nah, I don't need to be healed. It's like, okay, um, how can I say this? Has anyone ever hurt you? Has your love ever been transgressed upon at any point? Or have you ever hurt someone else's love? Right? There's going to be two dynamics in life. There's going to be people that are going to hurt your love and you're going to hurt someone else's love. Right? And so, you know, sometimes our love is hurt very innocently as children. Our parents didn't love us the way we needed them to. Right? My parents didn't. I know it was unintentional. Right? They were alcoholics. They had their own burdens they were trying to carry. You guys, as I've told you before, ever since I was five years old, I was always trying to understand them. 
but there were certain things that I needed developmentally that I never got from them because they didn't have it within themselves. My parents were still children in adult bodies in that way, right? They didn't know how to, they didn't ask for what they needed. You know, they didn't take full responsibility for those things. And you know what? That was what my dad told me. You guys, I keep bringing this up, but you know, before he'd passed away when I was helping him, you know, I drive down, I drive down during this every summer for a couple few years and I would, you know, go, go spend the whole summer with him, me and my kids. And, and, uh, you know, when he, he found out he had bone cancer and plus he had liver cirrhosis on top of that. So now we already knew, man, that was going to be rough, right? Trying to go through chemo plus having a liver that's failing on you. So, you know, my dad called me and he's like, Hey, Ash, he's like, you know, um, I just found this out and I, I want you to come spend time with me. I want you to come see me. So, you know, there was a time where I think it was like a year or two where I was just, I was down there for a long time. And, uh, you know, he would, he would open up to me and he's like, you know what, Ash, he goes, no one ever taught me how to deal with stress, you know? So if no one ever taught you that, even as a kid, you know, if no one ever shared with you these things that we're talking about right now, then there's probably a healing process you need to go through. Do you have any type of injury? Do you have any type of, uh, are you experiencing any type of negative emotion consistently? Right? Because when you got the fruit, when you've got the spirit in you, he will, you will consistently produce good fruit. Okay, you're going to produce love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance, all those things. That is the fruit of God being in you. However, in order to get that type of fruit, you got to go through a process. You got to learn to receive what you need, right? Uh, the soil of your heart needs certain nutrients and certain things to produce this type of fruit. Just like if a farmer is going to go out and plant, there's going to need, need to be certain minerals and things in that soil to make it happen. So you need certain things in the soil of your heart to be able to produce an environment that's going to produce the fruit of the spirit, right? You know, you know, you need love, right? You know, you need grace. You know, you need mercy. You know, you need all those things. Oh, that sounds so vulnerable, Ashley. You know what? Love is vulnerable, you guys. You know what? My phone is ringing. I better get off this, you guys. Anyway, let's finish this conversation tomorrow. I love you guys so much. And we will continue this tomorrow. Bye.